is up, my people? I am back for another solo episode of the podcast. We are going to be talking about so many different things today, okay? We are going to be covering things like shortcomings, sin, faults, questions to ask yourself in tough circumstances, not running away from your problems, myself included, Um, aging gracefully, having older generation friends, input, output, social media, having a heart of stone in this crazy time, 2020, Um, our heart changing versus our circumstances changing, all good things, all fun things. Let's jump in. Hope you guys enjoy. back to another episode of Combos with Kate. You guys, I'm finally back in my office. So exciting. As many of you know, or maybe none of you do, um, my office is connected to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> I just remember that song. Isn't it like the thigh bone's connected to the hip bone, the hip bone's connected to the backbone or like whatever. I don't even know how it goes, but <laughs> the office connected to the bathroom okay anyway so here i am the bathroom has been under construction for a long time and um there was a piece of plastic up that blocked off my office so i could not enter it because of all the dust and the equipment and the stuff that the guys had here so the wall is gone the office is now open and usable so hey i am able to have guests again on the podcast instead of um johnny although his episodes you guys you must like hearing from him because his two episodes besides the introduction have the highest views or downloads which is kind of funny um anywho so i'm back in the office i'm super excited i feel much more comfortable and i am excited to be chatting with you from my normal place so with that said let's jump in Today's episode is going to be casual chat number two, numero dos, because I have a lot of things going on and I feel like I have a lot of things that I want to talk about and touch on and I'm just going to have to assume that God wants to use some or all of the things that I'm going to say today and so it didn't feel right to just narrow it down to one specific topic for this episode so I just want to go with the flow and see where it takes me because you know what that's actually one of the reasons why I started this podcast was just being able to have the freedom to go with the flow and see what comes out see what God wants to speak through me and see how it reaches people so I am allowing myself to have that freedom today and if you like it great And if you don't, then don't listen to this again. Then that's totally fine. Um, But I guess one of the things that I wanted to start off talking about is the season that I'm in right now because I do feel like it's very weird. Um, I think I'm in a season where God is really showing me like my flaws and my shortcomings. And I don't say that in like a negative way where I feel like, totally down about myself. I think that if I ever do feel that way, it's my own doing. It's not God being like, hey, you're messing up and you're a terrible person. Like, I don't think he's ever said that to me and I don't think he ever will, hopefully. Um, But it's more of just like me being made aware of the fact that I could have amazing input into my brain and still there will be sinful thoughts or evil tendencies coming out of my brain or out of my mouth or out on the keyboard that I'm typing to someone. And so it's like, 
I, I feel like I've just been aware of that. And I do think that, you know, part of it is the time that we are in right now with everything going on in the world. And part of it, I think, is just growing up and maturing and realizing that, you know, it's funny because I feel like the closer I get to God, the more flawed I feel like I am. Human beings, all of us are amazing because God made us and he made us in his image. But like, I guess what I'm trying to say is that the more I see God, the more I realize just how much I need him because he is perfection and I am not perfection. And if you know a Christian who thinks they have everything together and they think they're perfect, then I would say that that's not necessarily an accurate representation of who we are in Christ because the very thing of it all is that Christ came to die for us because we needed him to because we were sinful and we will mess up and we will fall short and no matter how hard we try we're just gonna not be as amazing as Jesus is and as perfect as he is and so that's why we need God's grace and his love and it's not to say keep on sinning keep on doing wrong But it is to say that, you know, we mess up from time to time and that's okay. But I personally think God allows these things into our lives for reasons. Like, I think that God can allow me to face trials or allow me to face struggles Because he wants to develop my character. That's what I personally think. And I think when I say develop my character, what I really mean to say is draw me closer to God and seek him and learn from him on those things rather than just doing everything on my own. Because I guess like when I'm faced with a tough situation or when I do make mistakes or when I do fall short or when I do something that I know I shouldn't have done... What I can ask myself are a couple questions. Number one, does this situation lead me closer to Jesus? If it leads me to depend on him more and to pray to him more and to ask for his wisdom, then that's a great thing. It might not be a great thing, whatever happened, but if the end result is me growing closer to Jesus, I consider that a win. Number two, does it show me more of God's character and nature? Well, if in the end I end up seeing how perfect he is, then that's a win. And it reveals more of who he is to me and his faithfulness and his goodness and his grace, then that's a great thing. Number three, does it help me rely on God more or myself more? Ooh, that's a good one. Does it help me rely on God more or on myself more? If I am trying to do everything in my own strength, It just is not going to work. It just is going to be painful and stressful and annoying. But if we rely on God's strength and if we remember that verse which says God's power is made perfect in our weakness, then we can actually let go of our own tendencies and focus on God's tendencies and allow him to work through us and to move through us in those weaknesses. I think that's the ultimate compliment to God too, is to humble yourself and say, you know what, God, I can't do this all on my own. And I actually do need you to move through me in this thing. I think he loves, I think he loves doing that. Like, I'm just going to say it. I think he does. Um, because he wants to help us and he wants to be there for us. And so, With the season that I'm in right now, like I said, I feel like I'm being made aware of my faults or shortcomings and my natural tendency 
is to run away. It's to be like, bye. I don't want to deal with this. Peace out. I am sprinting the other way. If you guys knew me in high school, you knew I was into drag and I would freaking run. Like my little legs went so fast sometimes, but can't do that anymore. But, (laughs) um, yeah, let's just say I'm, I used to be good at uh, running away from things, but when I say that now, I'm saying I'm trying not to run away from everything because that can really be a curse if you think about it. Like if every time something went really wrong or you were made aware of your faults or you were made aware of your own weaknesses and problems and struggles, like nothing ever gets solved if you do that. You know, that's kind of what I'm realizing about myself is like, do you really want to grow? Do you really want to change, Kate? Or do you just want to be comfortable? It's like, you know, when people say that they hear from God and yet they don't have anything to work on or change about themselves or their life, it's like, I almost wonder, like, do you, do you hear from God? Because for me, he's always telling me something like he's, he's always like, all right, Kate, like, here's another little thing. Like, okay, good job on that. And then like, here's this, you know, (laughs) it's just like, I, sometimes I feel like it never ends, but I mean, it's a good thing though, because it helps me rely on him and trust him more and allow him to work on me and through me in those things. Um, and so I don't know. Those are just some thoughts on like not running away from your problems or your um, tendencies or sinful. Like when you're made aware of your sinful nature, it's okay. Like I think it's a good thing if God wants to work on those things with you because doesn't it say somewhere in Proverbs that like he disciplines those who he loves? Um, And so like if you're not getting things to work on or improve or change, I would almost encourage you to like ask God for what he wants you to work on. And that might be a dangerous prayer. So don't do it if you're not ready. (laughs) But um, yeah, he wants to show you those things so that you can grow and be more like Christ, I think is my personal thought um, on this topic. And so, you know what? Another thing that I wanted to talk about, this brings me to point number two. I have noticed, okay, so I have friends of many ages and some of my dearest friends are honestly, like they are my parents' age, like they are way older than me and I love that. Like, I think that is the best thing when you can find people who are older than you and further along down the path that you wanna be on and you can learn from them and you can get wisdom from them. Like people who are 20 years older than you, they have lived 20 years longer than you have. They've probably seen things that you don't even think to see right now. They've probably experienced things that, you know what, you might never have to go through, but you can still learn from them and you can still grow from their experiences so that you don't have to go through some of the the pain and, and hard times that they've gone through. But anyway, I feel like that's a little bit of a tangent. But what I want to say on that is, like, I feel that I've noticed a theme with People my own age, like in this general, like the 20s stage and people who are like, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, the people who are older, they're obviously wiser. Like they're obviously smarter than me and they have more experience than me. But yet um, I find that they actually 
don't come across like they know way more than I do. They actually come across way more humble and patient and calm and loving and understanding rather than I know exactly what to do. Here's how to fix it. Da, 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 da. You know, and I feel like that's like as a 20 something year old, I have that tendency too of like, okay, you tell me your problem and I'll give you the solution. Like I will come up with it and it's easy for me to see. And I will tell you, I have no problem telling you. So I feel like younger people think they have it all figured out. Like, why is it the, why are we the ones, us younger folks, why are we the ones who think we know it all? Like, we have not seen as much life as everybody else has seen. Like, it just drives me nuts. And I don't know why that is, but if I had to take a stab at it, I feel like I would say that the more I, like, the older I get and the more I grow in Jesus, the more I'm, the more I don't know. And the more comfortable I am maybe with not knowing and not having all the answers. I think it's a good thing when you don't have all the answers because that means you have to rely on God to give you the answers and then he can move through you in those things. But like if we in our minds think that we know everything and that we need to have an answer and a solution to every single thing that someone faces in our lives or even our own selves in our own lives, then where's the room? Where's the margin for God to move into those places and to speak to us through those situations? You know, and I just find that people who are older, they have more margin in their lives for letting God use the canvas of their lives to move through them and speak through them and to impart wisdom into their hearts and minds. And so I just genuinely hope that I chill out as I get older. (laughs) Like, I really hope that I'm not as frustrated by things or, um, I don't know if triggered by things is the right word, but like, I hope that I just don't care about things that don't matter as I get older and as I age, because I feel like I really care about things sometimes and I shouldn't. And then, But, like, I guess the one thing that I don't ever want to chill out about is Jesus. So it's kind of hard because I feel like if I'm chilling out about stuff, then I don't want to just become blah in my spiritual life, too. You know, like, I don't want it to transfer into that. And so I guess I love, this was another point, the third thing that I want to mention is I love what Pastor Mike says at our church when he talks about, like, the staff at our church He says they don't take themselves very seriously, like they like to goof off and have fun, but at the same time, they take God very seriously. And so I love that. Like, I hope that is like kind of a motto for my life of like, hey, I'm fine with goofing off and having fun and laughing and acting like a child sometimes. Like, I think that's good. But I also, in the same note, want to be wise in the fact that I don't want to make a mockery of God in that. Like, I don't ever want to take what he's doing lightly because it is amazing stuff and it's serious stuff and it matters for eternity. And so I guess the fourth thing that I would want to talk about in this episode is just that, you know, what do we, what are we focusing on? You know, one of my favorite books that I read so far, and I read this in July, it was called Beholding and Becoming. And she talks about how we become the things that we behold. And so are we beholding social media? Are we beholding Instagram? Are we beholding other people and trying to be like them? Or are we beholding Jesus and are we trying to become like Jesus? 
Because think about it, it can actually be a very passive process of inputting information through social media or through the words of other people or through the media or through Netflix or through the radio, the things that we, the music we listen to, like it can be a passive process and we don't even always know what we're inputting into our minds unless we are conscious of it and we are present in the moment to figure that out. And so, um, be conscious about inputting Jesus into your life because if you behold him, you will become more like him. Um, and isn't that the goal anyway? Isn't that the goal of being a Christian is just to love God and love other people? You know, I feel like it's hard to love God and love other people if we don't fill our minds with God and if we don't allow God to show us what other people need around us and how we can serve other people around us, you know? And so I would say, like, let's try and shift that from a passive input of things that we don't, things that aren't necessarily beneficial to us and shift that to Jesus. It reminds me of that verse which says, it's like, I can do everything, but not everything is beneficial. I can do all things, but not everything is constructive for me. So yes, you have the freedom to do whatever you want to, but that doesn't mean it's beneficial for you. And so the more conscious we can become of what we're inputting, the more conscious we can be with our output too. And we can intentionally encourage people and build each other up versus the other way around. The last thing, the fourth thing that I would want to talk about on this episode is a heart of stone. Ugh, I feel like in these times, this just keeps coming back around for me because there's a verse somewhere in the New Testament that talks about in the end days, in the end times, the hearts of many will grow cold and they will forget the love that they once had. And I just see that happening so much around me. And like, yes, I am looking for it and I'm like aware of it because I know that verse says that. (laughs) Whereas I don't think many people are and if they are I don't know about it but um yeah I'm aware of it and so I feel like I find myself becoming that verse in the negative way of like I do have my heart like turn cold towards people there's somewhere I think it's in the old testament where it talks about a heart of stone versus a heart of flesh and so when I picture like the love of many growing cold I picture a hardened heart a heart of stone a heart that turns away from God a heart that says I don't like this person or enough of them like I don't want to deal with them like they don't agree with me I'm just gonna write them off and I find that that sometimes is my natural tendency and like I want to shut people out in that But then I remember that verse that says the love of many will grow cold. And I'm like, oh my gosh, am I being the person? Like, is my love growing cold for other people? And if that's the case, like that needs to stop. And not just because it's a bad thing, but because it's not what God wants from me. And so I I think that people have the perception that as a Christian, you say goodbye to your freedom and there's all these rules that you have to now adhere to and there's all these strict regulations and things like that. And while it can seem like that from the outside, the motivation from the inside is actually like, okay, somebody just saved my life and pretty much in a way like they, he took a bullet from me and saved my life. And so it's like, why wouldn't I want to give my life for him and like please him and do what he would approve of, you know, 
out of kindness and love that he has shown me, it's like, I want to return that with kindness and love for other people. So it's like, if the love for others is growing cold, that's a bad sign that I need to draw closer to God and I need my heart to change because that's the thing. We can ask God all we want for our circumstances to change, but that doesn't matter. What matters is our heart changing. Our circumstances might stay the same, but that doesn't mean we have to look at them in the same lens. That doesn't mean we can't shift our perspective regarding them and change and have a different outlook in the midst of them, you know? And so I feel like that's kind of what God is calling me to do lately is like, yeah, these circumstances of 2020, they're still staying here, but you don't have to be stuck in that mindset about them. Like you can change your perspective and it's almost, it reminds me of that verse that's like, don't conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's literally saying, don't do what everybody else is doing. Don't follow the patterns of this world. Don't follow the fear. Don't follow the social media comparison. Don't follow the bad things. Actually, follow the good things and go against the grain and focus on God and focus on things that people aren't focusing on. And that's where you're going to find true joy and true love. And then from that place, you'll be able to outpour into other people and your heart will not grow cold towards them. Does that kind of make sense? I feel like this is my brain just every day. (laughs) It just thinks about these things and Oh, you know, sometimes I come up with an answer and sometimes I don't. But anyway, I have to think that if these things came out of my mouth, that God is going to use them in some way or another today. Because before I started this, I prayed that God would use this podcast and that he would say what he wants me to say and move through that and move behind those words. So anyway... Hopefully that was helpful for you. Hopefully you found some kind of good takeaway from that. Or maybe you just relate to the things that I said. I don't know. But I guess if I had to leave you with one thing, it would be this. Just seek God. You know, in Christ you are a new creation. And so if you have messed up and if you have sinned and if you had done wrong like me, um, and if maybe you haven't been on your best behavior and you've said things that you regret to people and you've been frustrated or let down or disappointed, you're not alone you're in good company because that has been my life lately um and so but just just like I said allow those circumstances to draw you closer to God and be more in awe of who he is and his character through that versus giving in to all those negative thoughts let God transform your heart from the inside out my friends (laughs) easier said than done but definitely something worth shooting for Thanks again for tuning into this episode of the podcast. I don't have much else to say other than thank you, my lovely listeners. Before I posted this episode today, we had 350 downloads, which is really cool. That means people are getting some takeaways from this podcast and God's moving through it, my friends. So hopefully he continues to do that. And in the meantime, be sure to tune into the next one as we keep the combo rolling on Combos with Kate. Bye, friends.